can't believe that Alexa and Siri and all of these uh, Google assistants and all you know all of these assistants that have essentially been the AI that we've worked with. I, I can't believe that they're being left behind by what is essentially a newcomer. You know, I think if if we don't see these like Microsoft really dove in and upgraded Bing with ChatGPT, I think if Alexa and Siri and all these programs don't upgrade to AI, then they're done for. Welcome. Welcome to the Angel Investment Research Podcast. I'm Luke Burgess. I am filling in for Jason Stutman this week. Uh, with me today is Luke Sweeney. This is the Luke and Luke show today, I guess. Yeah? <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and for lis listeners who don't know, Luke Sweeney is one of our editors here at Angel Publishing. He writes for Energy and Capital as well as Outsider Club. Anything I'm missing? No, that's it. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So, Luke, I wanted to ask you about AI today. I want to talk to you about um, AI. I want to talk about how to invest in it. I want to talk about should I invest in it. Um, but first, uh, I, have a, I have a question. How sick are, of you are you of hearing, uh, Luke, I am your father? Ah, uh, man. You know, that's one of those things that I guess you get numb to yeah. after a while. But yeah. Uh, how I mean, old are you? 27. 27. So you're going to hear this your whole life, I promise you. It's never going to stop. Yeah, there's been a resurgence in Star Wars lately. Yeah. So uh, that hasn't helped. But, awesome. You know. Okay, so AI. Uh, we're both writers. Um, one thing uh, a lot of people are talking about, particularly writers and artists, or one thing that they're concerned about, um, they're worried about is their job is going to be taking, taken. Are you concerned at all that you're going to be replaced by some kind of AI program? I have to say I'm not. I don't, I don't wake up in, in a cold sweat over it every night, but I have to say I'm a little bit more concerned about it recently with, uh, you know, ChatGPT and all of the AI programs coming out. Um, I think I'm a little bit more confident that it's going to be like an upgrade, just like a new, you know, like in the same way people thought that, you know, factory machines were going to mean the end of all labor. And, you know, I think it's going to be more of a tool to upgrade your job. Yeah. Do you use it now? Uh, yeah, I use it occasionally for, you know, not, not, I, I don't use it as much, I think, as some other, some other sectors of, the, I don't know how to explain what I'm saying. I, I, I think I use it more as like a, like to bounce ideas off of. Like it's really helpful to just put in a prompt and, you know, just listen to what the AI has to say. Um, if it has a good line or two, then maybe use that. But it's more, it's more just, I think it's helpful to kind of expound on. Yeah, I, I use it the, the same way. Um, I don't think it's uh, – there's no way that you can just give it a prompt and it's going to spit out an article. And, and Right, and give you – exactly. You, you, we're not to the point where I can say, write me an article about, you know, about the best energy stock, and it's just going to – you know, it'll it'll try its best, but uh, it's it's not quite there. Yet. It's not quite there. Do you think it will be? Uh, I think so, eventually. You know, I think it, given enough development, anything is possible. I think – if you go back, you know, we're at a point where if you if you go back ten years ago and asked someone if they thought a program like ChatGPT would ever exist, I think they would probably say the same thing. Like, yeah, probably it's possible, but it sounds crazy. I think at this point now we've seen we've seen how it can be. We've seen the bare minimum of the idea. Now at this point, it's all just optimization and improvement. Yeah, yeah. You know, so yes. To long, long answer to the short question, yes, I do think that we're going to get to a point where it's it's human-like. 
Human-like. So it started off, I guess, um, with the image generators, the mm -hmm. Dolly, and now it's uh, Chat GPT. I keep calling it Chat GDP. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's and re ironic. The yeah. next thing, the next evolution is obviously um, text to video. Mm -hmm. I yep, sent you an, an article earlier yeah, today from cool. Gizmondo. That was cool. Um, what What is the next step after that? Do we hit a wall with um, text to video or prompt to video? So, possibly. I think if if that if we were to hit a wall there, it's going to be years in the future. Because if anybody has seen the video that he's talking about, it's it's again, it's not quite there yet. I mean, the idea is is fleshed out. We can see, you know, they they've proven that these programs can take text and give out a you know video but like I, I went in I went through to the um, examples and some of them like a guy was surfing and like halfway through it his entire torso was rotated around the other way like and then it just like jumped back to being normal so we're not I mean it's tough to say we're in danger of hitting a wall when we haven't even really like I, th I think the next decade uh, to you know, bring everything to a point. The next decade is going to be defined by optimizing what we already have. I think, you know, I think there's been like a, like a rollout. Like we rolled out the the whole suite of options. You know, the text to audio, the text to, you know, whatever form you now want your text to be in. Like they're there. They're not perfect, but they're there. You know. Yeah. So I really think it's going to be about making them better, as opposed to you know, who knows? Maybe we'll find another thing after text to video. Um, but I think, I don't know, I think not, you know, not to go too deep into this one question, but I think overall the, the end result of this is like a, like a fully functional AI assistant in your pocket, essentially, you know, like Jarvis from Iron Man or Samantha from her or Joy from Blade Runner 2049 or a hundred thousand other sci-fi examples. You know, you basically have a super intelligent, fully functional human assistant that lives in your phone, you know, that we can talk to naturally. It remembers what you talked to, what, you know, what you said to it yesterday. It knows your schedule so it can wake you up without, you know, an alarm and saying your meeting is ready today. It'll be like, hey, Luke, you know, you have a meeting today, right? And then, you know, follow up with a, an inside joke that it, you know, that references something a week ago. So I don't know. I think that's, you know, that's, that's a lot of computing power there. But Kind of scary and exciting at the same time. Yeah, definitely. I think that's the that's that's going to be a defining characteristic of AI uh, is whichever way you look at it, it's either terrifying or exciting. You kind of touched on this earlier, but did you, as a kid, did you think that the AI, AI technology would be where it is today? Right. That's the, that's it. Do you right, think it'd yeah. be where it is today? Um, I think I think so. I don't know. I think I've always been kind of like a like a sci-fi kid or whatever, as you know, evidenced by my my rapid fire examples of, uh, of AI assistance, but, uh, I think so. I think so. I think, I don't know if it, it may be just to like the limited, uh, you know, in a kid's mind, like a computer, but smarter, I think maybe is probably how I thought of it. But yeah, I don't know. I think I, I'm sure I saw like an example in sci-fi and just thought, you know, like a Star Trek or something like that. Like that's, you know, there's always been like this weird relationship between like sci-fi and actual scientific discovery, you know? people think of something that's cool that would solve a bunch of problems. They put it in, you know, a 1970s episode of Star Trek, and then 30 years or so later, it becomes like a real piece of technology, so. Yeah, when I saw the um, prompt to video uh, thing, mm -hmm. 
I thought to myself, that actually fulfills like a, a childhood wish of mine. I, I remember um, being a little kid and like, you know, when you're a little kid, you think of like, what would you do with wishes? Uh -huh. Well, yeah, one of the yeah, things yeah. that I would wish for as like, a little kid was um, I wanted to see new versions of my favorite cartoon yeah. over and oh, over, man. which was um, uh, Wile E. Coyote and the Roadrunner. Uh -huh. Uh, they weren't making new versions of this. They made it in 1940, right, so they're yeah, just reruns. Right. But I wanted a television channel that could like procedurally generate brand new episodes. Of yeah, right. Uh, of, in, and in I, I'm on the verge of having that. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's you know that's interesting. But I, I never even really thought about the the potential for that. But yeah, if we get to the point. Um, well, okay. So I don't know if anyone this this might have be a slightly deep cut. But recently, um, before it was shut down for uh, for breaching some unsavory topics. There was a there was an online, 100% AI generated Seinfeld clone, and I you know saw, calling it a Seinfeld clone is kind of like a, like a a, a very generous uh, description of it because it was it, all the the dialogue and the visuals and the audio was all AI generated and it ran 24/7 streaming on Twitch, and it was utter nonsense but it followed like a general Seinfeld script, and like I said it's we we've seen the the bare bones like the initial rollout of this now it just has to get better and I, I can't even imagine like taking uh you know like firefly was a show that was canceled before its time and everyone was very upset about it can you imagine uh brand new episodes of firefly new episodes of firefly it would re it would watch all the episodes in a fraction of a second and then spit out you know an ai generated uh new example I, mean, I, I have actually seen people um doing something similar on youtube mm -hmm. with their favorite youtube creator although i think some of them are fake i think yeah. they they like mix ai with their own voice with to make actually it, yeah. yeah or they just like put the i know you can kind of put like someone's ai face yeah yeah and yeah. Then just act like them um but i don't I, i've seen recently uh this kind of came into the news with um Bruce Willis, I don't know if you've seen, he's suffering from aphasia with like dementia-related uh, cognitive decline. And so he's not doing movies anymore, obviously. Um, but he sold his physical likeness and the rights to reproduce him digitally to movies, I'm not sure what movie studio, but basically in the future when this technology, I guess, is, is possible, you know, in the entertainment industry, uh, some MGM or whatever studio has the rights to physically or to you know digitally reproduce Bruce Willis and use him in future movies. It's a concern that uh, people already have. I don't know if you've seen or saw the recent uh, Ghostbusters movie. Um, they digitally re uh, reproduced I, Harold <laughs> Ramis's face. I, yeah, I've heard. I heard about that. Uh, there was some. There was another example of that too that was even more hilarious. I can't think of it right now. So they also made like an action figure of Harold Ramis's ghost, which I think kind of starts to cross the bizarre. line. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Now, I remember we kind of got into this moral quandary when uh, when they used Michael Jackson's uh, hologram yeah, yeah, on, a, yeah. on a stage. Like, yeah. That's kind of a similar like concept. Like, is this really okay? To, like, yeah, who knows? We'll figure it out, it, I guess, but, or not. It's not, not really for us to decide because yeah. the technology is coming, whether we like it or not. I'm glad I don't have to decide it. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad. I think the market will decide. People want it. Anyway, so let's yeah. move on. Okay, so the big question is, can I invest in AI now? Yes, you can. Take your money and save up and buy a share, buy a share of Google. Um, I'm just kidding. That's not actually the only way that you can invest in AI. Um, it seems like it is, considering how dominant Google and Microsoft are in the AI space. But 
that's you know the generative AI that runs on all these billions of data points that you know Google owns. Um, it's not the only example of AI that is out there. You know, there are tons of other industries that, you know, they don't they don't need ChatGPT. They don't need words to be generated from a prompt. What they need is for an AI program to take in all of the huge amounts of data that they like like energy. The energy industry uses you know so much data in terms of like you know utilities, delivery to customers. Um, usage information like the smart meters and stuff provide a little bit of information but it's you know it's it's too much data for a person to dig through and make uh like important decisions on ai can kind of take in all that data use the, the type of program that would be made by google and they can license the products and all that but it is more specific and more you know flexible to be used in different industries and I, I genuinely think that's that's right now as we kind of wait for AI to take over the world uh, I think that's your best bet in terms of putting your money somewhere that, that will actually uh, put it to work for you okay should I invest in AI right now because uh, my question is is it too early I remember in the 1990s um, we had things like electric vehicles. You mm. could invest in electric vehicles, but it, it was too early back then. Right. It didn't go anywhere. Um, do you think AI development will be similar, or is it developing just too fast enough that it just doesn't matter? Uh, yeah. If you're, if, you know, there's always, I think when something kind of like, like rockets into the public consciousness this fast, there's always concern about, like, is this a bubble? You know, I think that's, that's probably one of the most searched uh, topics besides can I invest in AI is, you know, AI is, AI is AI a bubble, essentially. Um, and I really, you know, I, I think it's, it, I don't think it's too early to invest in AI. I think we're kind of at like perfect ground floor areas, but you know, we're, this, it's such a, it's such a computationally demanding technology that at this point there are, there hasn't really been many pure AI plays to distinguish themselves. If you know what I mean, like, like I said, there are companies that are using AI for specific, you know, not niche purposes, but for things other than just, you know, the, the, the pure goodness of AI, you know, not just chat GPT, where they're trying to expand language processing. Like I said, like they're, you know, companies that are, you know, like the energy, the energy sector leaves so much money on the table in terms of inefficient processes and, you know, just, just wasted energy, essentially. And, uh, you know, a good AI program that has enough data and the correct programming can essentially eliminate all that waste and optimize a business and save tons of money. All right. Yeah. So, <clears throat> excuse me, um, energy, um, finance, what other sectors do you think are going to be the most dynamically affected from AI? So, uh, I guess, aside from the, I think, it depends on which you know which side of AI you're looking at. Like the, the, I think the things, industries that are going to be most affected most quickly, I think are going to be ones that are susceptible to programs like Chat GPT, you know, like complete disruption. And I don't know if that's necessarily good from an investor standpoint because, you know, the last thing you want to do is put your money in a sector that is essentially going to crumble, because, you know, AI can just can just do it so much better. Essentially, um, I don't think AI is poised to destroy any industries just yet but you know if you're looking for multi-year uh, investment play um, I think I think customer service might be first on the chopping block 
Customer if service. You ask me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think the chatbots have gotten already so good that you know not only are they going to be able to answer questions better than the uh, the robot telephone operator at your local bank, I think they'll be able to kind of integrate all this data analysis to basically sell you things too. And of course, nothing you know nothing gets uh, an industry more excited than upsell potential. Yeah, so, people love that, right? So you know. Eliminating a customer service department, which is kind of like one of those expenses that every business needs to have. You know, every business needs their liaison between the, you know, the people buying their product. And if that's no longer a thing, then that means just about every business on earth can kind of slash a budget. Um, or at the very least, you know, like I said, if it's not going to eliminate jobs, it's going to upgrade them. At the very least, you know, one customer service rep could do the job of 10. Yeah. So every new technology is going to invite <clears throat> a high level of scams. Um, yeah. What are some of the red flags that investors might want to look out for? And let me give, give you an example. Um, a lot of like uh, solar companies, they ha or a lot of scam solar companies, they have like these CG presentations. Anytime I see a CG presentation as opposed to something like, like physical, like, right, they don't, like uh, a real product, yeah, that that's kind of a red flag for me. Mm -hmm. What are some red flags that people want to look out for? when they're considering AI investing? Oh man, um, there's, a, there's a good list of them. Uh, I think the number one issue that people are gonna run into is just, it's a difficult technology to understand. So it's, it's gonna be really easy to just kind of blind, blind people with science, you know, use- Just a bunch of big fancy words. Right, and, yeah, yeah. and you know, just in the same way that I think a lot of people, you know, during the dot-com bubble, I, I think people didn't fully understand exactly what they were getting into and that led them to kind of fall prey to you know people that offered things that were too good to be yeah true. and just throw their money at them uh right. for fomo sure right exactly somebody told you know somebody told them that this was the big thing and they're going to miss out and then you know they they just launched in willy-nilly i think that's yeah that's definitely a big a big uh hazard with ai is that there it's it's kind of like a we, we've seen a lot of people, a lot of, you know, uh, less than reputable companies sort of uh, essentially take chat GPT, reskin it and put, you know, put do, do what's, it's kind of like the, like the digital equivalent of a drop shipping scam where like a drop shipping scam, uh, if you haven't heard of it, is where a company will set up uh, like a merchant website, like a, you know, like a fake Amazon with products that are marked up to insane levels. And then they'll do, you know, all sorts of marketing techniques to attract people to this website. And then once you place an order through their website, they'll just go to Alibaba or Amazon, buy the product for a third of the cost, sell it to you and pocket the difference. That's essentially what we've seen with a lot of companies doing you know, they're doing essentially the same thing. They're Just repackaging somebody else's product. Repackaging what is essentially ChatGPT or a similar language training project, paying them a little bit of like a license money if that's even, the, you know, if they're not outright stealing it, and then charging people, you know, like an admission fee, like it's an amusement park to come on, you know. It's like like running an amusement park without owning the roller coaster, essentially. Hmm. Um, so, and that's, you know, that's one of the things that would be tough for the average investor to spot if you're not, you know, well-versed in this tech, which very few people are, considering it was, you know, just created. You know, I, I'm surprised that there aren't already a, a bunch of people trying uh, to market. Like, um, 
uh, Bitcoin. I don't know if you remember, there was like a, an iced tea company that just like... That changed their... Yeah, yeah they, right. they just slapped the word blockchain on its name and, mm. you know, became... I'm surprised there aren't a million companies doing that right now. Right. Do, have you seen that or maybe I, I'm just not paying I, attention? No, I, have, I haven't actually seen that surprisingly because it seems like, like going from iced tea to Bitcoin seems like a, a more jarring transition than you know, going from something like, I don't know, I guess if you're, no matter what business you're in, you could always realistically pivot to AI and say, I'm optimizing my business with AI. I'm making my business better with AI. Going from iced tea to Bitcoin is just kind of seems like a, like a blatant, you know, attempt to surf the hype, hype wave. Yeah. Um, well, in my, in my special, in my, my um, specialty in mining, mm-hmm. uh, mining companies will often switch their focus uh, based on the whims of the markets. Sure. The, yeah. If there's like we lithium, yeah, if there's a big lithium thing, they're lithium companies for five years and right. then they'll switch yeah. to like nickel yeah. or something else. Yeah, I've noticed a lot of companies end up, you know, uh, you know, X resources, right? you know what I mean? Because yeah, if, yeah. You put, if, you, if you paint yourself into a corner there with just one, then you're right, you can't, you said you can't flip, you can't flip back and forth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, if it works though, I guess people are gonna keep doing it. So what else should we be looking out for um, on the horizon, let's say for the next six months uh, for AI development, what, what should investors be looking for? Um, that's, oh, that's a tough one to nail down. Um, I think in an industry moving this quickly, it's kind of... Uh, moving too fast to it's, tell. I, I mean, I think we're kind of flying by the seat of our pants. I mean, every it seems like every week there's a new, you know, when you sent me the text to video thing, I feel like that was something that I, I guess I assumed was the next step. But, you know, going from an image to a video is kind of a big, you know, it's, yeah, it's yeah, a big step. Yeah, it's yeah. not just like the next logical, like, oh, okay, I got a picture now, I'll do a video. Like that's, you know, that's a huge increase. I didn't, I wasn't expecting to see it, you know, in the, and if you haven't seen it, we should link it. Yeah, so can we link, link that? Video, link, somehow link the video because that's, it's definitely worth watching if you haven't really been up to date on uh, just how good this stuff is getting, essentially. Awesome. Well, Luke, I really appreciate taking the time. This is really informative. Yeah, I appreciate it. I am fun. super excited for the, the, the future of AI. Same. Absolutely. Um, I, I think that, like I said earlier, anyone who is, like, you know, not paying attention, not uh, adapting, th- I think they're just going to be left behind. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I think a lot of companies already are getting left behind. I've, I wrote about it recently, but I'm, I can't believe that Alexa and Siri and all of these Google assistants and all, you know, all of these assistants that have essentially been the AI that we've worked with. I I can't believe that they're being left behind by what is essentially a newcomer. You know, I think if, if we don't see these, like Microsoft really dove in and upgraded Bing with chat GPT, I think if Alexa and Siri and all these programs don't upgrade to AI, then they're done for. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I think that maybe that's what we'll be looking for is to see whether or not Who's adapting and who's not? Exactly. See if the lower level AIs survive in the future. Anyway, thanks again for being here. Thanks for having Uh, me. Listeners, please like and comment, subscribe. Um, Check out our Discord and Android app. We'll put links in the app. And uh, have a nice one.